Hi, my name is Justin. Feedback is welcome and links are available in the show notes thread on our Discord server. Go to gleepsgaming.fun for that link. Having fun, having fun, having fun with my friend Polly. Though you all wouldn't know how that turned out because part three of Adrenochrome isn't published yet. Or is it? Time machine, time machine. I am, pants on the head, just back from my annual prostate fisting gleep. <laughs> he is Saurian, at least this time it wasn't in a porta potty sour wind. Other he is Vendus, who is not here, although his tagline this time was going to be, My airbag bears an unfortunate resemblance. Yeah. And other he who is here, he's still evil. He's still Joe. He's still evil, Joe. And this is Transubstantial Clown Pants. That's right. In which we shall continue our quest for the perfect game for us and our community to play and grow and fully self-actuate our inner nerd person selves. That's all we want. That and a convenient fat substitute which doesn't lead to embarrassing spotting. Ladies, you know what I mean. So, how are we feeling today? Uh, we are we are missing Vendus. Put that out there. Um, we uh, we waited at the dock. We waited until the very last minute. Um, you know, the people on the uh, on the other shore were, were like yelling, "Hurry, hurry!" Uh, so we need I need a good visual here. Um, Lord of the Rings, uh, the hobbits at um, at the ferry thing with the. The, the ring wraith uh, on the big black horse coming at him. We did that. We did that, and Vendus still didn't show. So we are going to assume the worst. I mean, I mean the best, and uh, just uh, uh, miss him badly, and hope that uh, that everything is okay, and that we see him next time. So, Mr. Vendus, Mr. Vendus, <laughs> I did not kill him. You know, I had thought of that, Joe. Explain your whereabouts. I mean, completely different coasts. I think we're Other good. side of the country. <laughs> or, or are we? Yeah. Eyes on you. I'm doing. I'm doing the little thing, you know, where I point at my eyes and then I point at you. You know, it's like I, you know, I forget. I forget what movie that was from, but I, that's. I use that with the misses all the time, and she tells me to go have carnal knowledge of myself. Um. Okay, so um, no Vendus, but um, uh, guys, uh, how are we feeling? Are we feeling more simulatory, or perhaps a bit more gamey, or maybe more narrative in nature? Hmm, narrative by nature? You know, yeah. With the OPP, yeah, you know me. I gotta go with simulation every time. Simulation, that's interesting. I'm, I'm hanging out in the S camp as well. Um, and uh, you know, I was thinking about it this last um, this last couple of weeks, and I think there is something attractive about the simulation aspect of games for me right now because there are so many things IRL that I can't do, you know, that I really want to be doing, and so um, you know, it's Flight Simulator is allowing me to go visit, you know, from. 600 feet up in the air, go visit a lot of places that I normally would have gone to, you know, 
by this point in the year, you know, places I would have gone camping or hiking or, or what have you. Um, so I can, I can go fly over the top of them and they're not, you know, it doesn't look perfect, but you know, it's, it's recognizable and it's, um, it does, it does fill a small portion of that empty spot that is my soul. 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 So I, I, and I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that that's, I mean, that's why, you know, back in the old days when I was a kid, we used to take out the daguerreotypes on Saturday night and look at grandpa. You guys know what a daguerreotype is? No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> daguerreotype was the first, fo- was the first type of photograph. <laughs> it was like a. It was like a plate that had this asphalt-like emulsion on it, and they would expose it to light, and then you know put some chemicals on it. And, oh yeah, the and, the silver plate. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, an yeah. MPEG. So, yeah. <laughs> now you stop that. You're older than that. Okay, I know. Sor- Sorian can be forgiven these things because he's still a, a a young pup. I didn't remember the name of it, but I know the technology works. Well, that's be- that's because you're genius, young pup. So that you know it's. It isn't fair. <laughs> it's so not fair. <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, I, I that's that's where I'm hanging out. Uh, uh, Joe, you're saying you're feeling uh, you're feeling a part of the simulation in in this moment. Could you uh, elaborate just a bit? Yeah, I mean, for me, I I always want a game where like the players create their own narrative, which is why I liked SWG so much because there wasn't really anything else. There was another content. The players sort of made the content. They made the economy. And that's where I want to see. I don't, I don't want artificial rules. I don't want to run the same quests that everybody does. Um, the single-player narrative, even if it's done really well, it's just I've kind of already did it, done it, got the T-shirt, Ooh. literally got the T-shirt. It's not Fallout T-shirts and Doom T-shirts. and I got my Deep Rock Galactic T-shirt arrived in the mail the other day. Oh, I'm jelly. Since, oh, since, cool. since, of, since, of course, I'm not playing it as much as I, I was when I ordered the shirt. Because <laughs> I felt bad. <laughs> but uh, it's, still, it's still pretty cool. It's still pretty But anyway, but uh, Joe, it sounds like from what you're saying, you're more hanging out in the narrative camp than uh, the simulation camp. No, I mean, I like having the simulation that gives me the tools, that gives me the environment to live in. And then me, as a player, can create a narrative, my own narrative. Ah, okay, 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 excellent, excellent, okay. Um, Sorian, how how are how are you feeling? The I've spent for the past couple weeks has mostly been um, Destiny and Warframe, and then I started into Mordhal. So it's or not Mordhal, Mountain Blade. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a good mix of um, of straight up gameplay and simulation. Not not a whole lot of narrative. Um, I have I have aims of trying to complete the first Dark Souls for the first time. You oh, feel nice. that cove. Nice. Um, did you ever pick up that other one, the one that's uh, compared, the indie one that's compared to Dark Souls that I keep asking you this question every time and never can remember the name of the game? Um, um, oh, it released like about a month ago. Um, I'm trying to remember the and, name. I haven't played it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. You said Mordhau, which is the it's the word that keeps coming into my head because it's not Mordhau because I know this but all right anyway you've not played it so that answers that great we'll uh, we'll just check that box and revisit it next time so um, anyway I just wanted to touch on that real quick uh, not to worry we will recap all three spokes of our death triangle before uh, going there for reals but first um, I mentioned a mere moment ago that the third part of our, our Adrenochrome show is yet forthcoming 
Uh, that original recording was well over two hours, um, so I decided to break it up into reasonable sized chunks for purposes of listening, um, and also uh, editing it up in the first place, because it does, it, it does take a long time to, to do the editing, uh, uh, at least with my, uh, my rudimentary skill set that I possess. Uh, so, um, and I, I like the idea of putting smaller things out more frequently. I think that that, um, that, that uh, is, uh, is of value to some folks. I think there are some people that are turned off from listening to content or viewing content on YouTube if they pop it up and it's like four hours long. They're just like, I, I don't have time to even start this thing. But, you know, if it's, if it's a podcast and it's under an hour, I think more people are going to be like likely... Uh, willing to um, uh, to give it a listen to, and then of course once they've heard us once, they'll fall in love, and um, we'll uh, we'll have to get prenups and all of the, that stuff. So um, never mind. Let's just blow this out. Eight hours. What are you guys doing tonight? Huh? 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 <laughs> oh, I yeah. I'm guessing uh, that the recording we're doing this evening and today is. I'm gonna start doing this too. September 28th, year of the COVIDs, 2020. Uh, that this is going to get end up getting busted up into a couple of episodes. Probably won't be as long as the last one, um, but um, only time will tell. You get it? Is time time will tell. And speaking of September, yes, yes, indeedy, the summer is done. Fall has begun. Welcome, one. Welcome all to the season of failing. <laughs> What was that? Is that right? So fucked. That was like a 10 out of 10. Thank you. Step right up, step right up. Epic fails. We got them fun for everyone. There's no waiting for the guest. The fat lady's weight. Mustache ride. Ha <laughs> ha! No! Step right up, step right up. And this week's winners are, yes, the gold winner, gold medal, the gold medal winner, the gold medal winner. I'm going to go from top to bottom. Um, I'm calling it the NVIDIA RTX 3080 drop day fiasco. <laughs> Johnny, tell them what they've won. Well, Bob, they've won nothing because bots got them all. That's right, and according to Forbes, if you were lucky enough to score an early win, you crashed a desktop! That's right! So, I don't know, I, I'm thinking the 3070 is sounding like a much better <laughs> alternative at this point. Although, I'm sure they'll get it, they'll get it uh, nailed down, but uh, that would be my first epic fail of late that I wish to share. Did you, have, have you guys even attempted to, uh, to pick up a new card since uh, this all began? Nope. I'm still rocking the 1070 and happy with it. Ooh. Okay, all right. I mean, we'll see how you yeah. feel when Cyberpunk comes out. But uh, he's got a. That's there, next so. year, brother. Next uh, year, it's like next month. Don't say that to me. <laughs> don't you say that. Next month. <laughs> I can't handle any more disappointment this year. Not one. No more disappointment. No more. No more. Okay. Um. Yeah, I did. I'm keeping an eye on it. Um, I, uh, I every couple. I think I, I added my name to a couple of lists. So some, in in theory, someone would notify me once they uh, become available again. The 3080. Um, I had thought that I was going to get a um, uh, a 3070. Wait for the 3070. But I, some of the stuff I've seen for Flight Simulator and the 3080 is just amazing. Um, and it's and Flight Simulator does make the most does will use whatever power you have and and you will see results so it's not one of, one of those things where i somehow managed to justify in my my brain that i needed um a um uh, a 1080 to play minecraft <laughs> well you actually need a 
need a 2070 to play Minecraft, unfortunately. Well, the new one, yeah, but uh, this is back when 1080 <laughs> was the, the new kid on the block, yeah. This was back before them ray tracers. Um, yeah, it, it, it was amazing. I mean, it was like, you know, Minecraft never looked that crisp, but it was definitely overkill. So anyway, point being, I, you can see that I'm rationalizing going up the... Going up the how much is it? It is four ninety nine to six ninety nine. So it's uh, up two hundred dollars from the seventy to the eighty um, because I need to. I need for my airplanes to be more better. Um, so, uh, but anyway, hopefully that'll get uh, nailed down and uh, figure. Out. Oh, I know what I want to ask. So, can one of you guys um, explain to me how it is that bots are able? Um, in this day and age, how bots are able to uh, zero in on a website with you know with a, with a GUI with a graphical interface that you have to like punch stuff into, and uh, buy all of these cards. I mean, do they have like you know a thousand tabs of a browser open, all pointed at the page, and at when the clock strikes twelve, they boom, just all hit the page at the same time, or how how does that how does that rubber hit the virtual road? So we, we've had automation frameworks for UI for professional, like, testing reasons. Like, I don't know, we, we have those kind of test frameworks pointed at our, like, the e-commerce website where I work to make sure that when we make a new deployment that everything's still functioning. You could take that exact same stuff and just point it at someone's website and be like, I'm going to fill out the checkout process. And <laughs> off you go. Okay, and so... Um, does it run through the actual physical um, uh, page, or is it able to take that below the visual level and just, you know, manipulate the orders um, in memory? Either way, um, it, it depends on, I guess, how it's implemented. You might be able to get away with the latter. I think that's probably preferred, honestly, but the they can definitely do the first one you mentioned. Okay, okay. Because I, when I was back um, doing EDI, um, and you, you, you remember, or you know of EDI, right? That sounds familiar. The Enterprise Data... Electronic Data Interchange. Yes. Um, that was, uh, so that was, that was e-commerce before e-commerce was e-commerce. <laughs> right. But it was, you know, that was the way that uh, a lot of government agencies used EDI uh, because they had document types and they had particular ways that the documents were filled filled in. So it, it added layers of security and it also allowed you to automate uh, order and fulfillment processes using these maps and using um, uh, the EDI translator uh, to uh, to take that information from that was delivered in this map format into uh, we usually like you it, when I left they were just starting to dump that stuff into XML is is how they were doing it because uh, XML was was just starting to be um, uh, uh, robust enough that people were using it. Uh, but the reason I bring it up is that we had tools like that for when we needed to test a map because we would each vendor that we did business with would have a would have specific needs for their map. So when they were ordering, when they were when they were sending us a purchase order, when they were receiving a confirmation for the purchase order, when the order was filled, we would have to send them back another document, and then uh, once it was received by them, they would uh, acknowledge receipt of the product um, uh, uh, 
digitally also. So it was um, it, it was paperless. You know, it was literally it was paperless um, and uh, and quite robust. But we had a tool that went in and tested these maps, like tested just all manner of combinations of trying to get past the map and break the security. And so that's the reason why I asked, is I know that stuff like that has existed since that was the mid-90s. So, um, yeah, it's, um, I, I just, it blew my mind. It blew my mind that everybody got hit at the same time and the entire stock got depleted. But um, It's a lot um, less complicated know. of a problem to solve than EDI, which, by the way, I think that... You would be surprised how similar things work now, like back compared to how it worked back when EDI was like the thing. I mean, EDI is still used in some places, but yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine there are like government agencies that contractors that still use it, but it was. Um, I know that that as I, like I said, as I was leaving, XML was coming in, and because the the, the EDI translator, the, the the translator server, very expensive. Um, and uh, it was very expensive, and it also necessitated me going to Ohio in the middle of the winter to learn how to use it, and I was not happy about that. <laughs> I've, I had never had a lock to my rented car door freeze, so I couldn't get the key into it. That's not fun. It just hadn't happened. It just hadn't happened to me, and it wasn't fair that it happened to me then. I have not forgiven them. Um, so, okay, cool. I mean, it's... <clears throat> And, <clears throat> excuse me. <coughs> oh man, it's the smoke is still bad here. Um, uh, what? Um, so, it, how is there a quick fix to something like that when it happens? Should should you know Nvidia and Best Buy and all of the you know all these other outlets that were selling these cards should they have had some way to combat this this combat this attack? If they put up some sort of sufficient capture, then I, I think they could totally prevent that from happening. Um, but I don't think they care enough to do that. Hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, and and do you have a sense, do you think that most of the cards purchased by these bots were being uh, turned around and uh, sold uh, on eBay for crazy jacked up prices? Or do you think that, that this is uh, crypto miners that are looking to get... Uh, the uh, the fastest new thing. I've heard both, honestly, and I've I've seen on eBay the um, the scalped cards going for like twice, maybe three times the price, if not more. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I've I've also seen stories about the the crypto miners going hard for the new cards. I guess you know that makes sense. I mean, if you can if you can double or triple your speed, then that's um that's double more money. tripling your speed. Yeah, more money. Yeah, um, yeah, and I forgot. Darn it! I was um, because I remember reading a story or seeing an article uh, or hearing about um, on eBay somebody selling a 3080 for something like ten thousand dollars, and um, you know which is crazy. Uh, but then I, you know, immediately it popped into my head. Oh my god! Oh my god! I have to do a Wayfair joke. There is a such a Wayfair joke in there, um, you know, but I, I forgot to so. <laughs> This is your Wayfair joke here. Ten thousand dollar video card. <laughs> I wonder if it's a boy or a girl. Thank you, everybody. I got the RTX Brandon. <laughs> the RTX Brandon. I'm scared. <laughs> you should be. You should be. <laughs> 
All right. Well, so moving right along, um, before we hurt our, we do ourselves an injury we won't walk away from. Uh, the silver medal winner. Yes. Can you guys guess? Can you guess? Can you guess? Can you guess? Because I, I did this in date order too. So uh, it happened after the RTX fiasco. Xbox. Close. PlayStation. PS5 actually. Oh, okay. PS5 actually the day the day before uh, oh. was. Uh, was the um, uh, the next uh, the next pity party to occur, um, and so if you had a rough time trying to pre-order your PlayStation Five, turn that frown upside down, Buckaroo, because Sony has apologized. We're sorry. Apologize. I, I get that. That's you know culturally that might be a very Japanese thing to do, but it just it, it kind of came across to me as like. Did you now? Wow. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> I, just, I don't actually totally blame Sony for that whole situation because it seems like they were like, yeah, it comes out tomorrow. And then all the, <laughs> all the, the stores were like, it comes out now. We've decided. <laughs> well, you know, and, and I, it's interesting, though, because you're not, I don't know, I, I don't know, could they? Could they use a uh, a next gen console to mine crypto? Because they have beefy beefy cards in them, don't they? Could you network a bunch of PlayStations and mine crypto that way? I, I think I've heard of people doing that with like the previous generation of consoles. I imagine there's some um, there's some like work that has to be done leading up to that, where you have to figure out how to get new like a whole new operating system onto that damn thing. But that, okay. They could probably do it, yeah. Okay, um, uh, yeah. I just that just occurred to me, so that, that's uh, that's interesting. And yes, and you called it the our bronze medal winner, um, rounding out the podium this year, this week, uh, this week's epic festival of failure, uh, the Xbox Series X pre-order fiasco. Yes, the websites crashed immediately, and uh, the brick and mortar stores. Um, they were they were confused and saying that they had no idea if they would have any inventory by launch day. So, oh, the humanity! Um, and let's emphasize that Microsoft's website went down as well. Any insight into what happened there? It's just the the flood of traffic rushing those servers. Gosh, they don't have they don't have some. <laughs> well, I guess we'll get to server meshing later, won't we? <laughs> Say. It's a question well, of like, how much are you willing to spend, you know? Yeah. And it's like, why didn't they spin up another one of those AWS magic machines? Well, I don't know. Well, that'll be Azure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, got to keep my uh, got to keep my global over my my corporate overlords separate. Yeah. Uh, got to keep them separated. Um, all right. Uh, you, either of you guys have any interest in either of the new consoles? I don't know yet. Yeah. So I'm a. PC gamer for life, so no interest in consoles. No, okay, okay. Um, I, I think it sort? depends on how long it takes for Demon Souls remake to come out on PC. Because if it's too long, then I'm gonna get a PS5. I, I kind of want an Xbox, but I really want to play Demon Souls. Well, you you play games that are Sony exclusives, right? Um, so I mean, you, you like you didn't you. You didn't play Death Stranding on the PS4, but weren't there some games that you played that were... Um, or am I thinking of Vendus? No, I, um, I played some of the... I have a PS4, so I played some of the games on there. 
Yeah. So, I mean, if you're trying to broaden your um, your potential uh, game selection, I can see definitely buying a PlayStation. Um, yeah. Uh, just because you would, you know, between your PC uh, running Windows and your uh, PlayStation, you would probably get a chance to, to play pretty much everything except for Nintendo games. But, uh, um, you know, that... That's okay. We're just gonna we're just gonna ship our switches to um, uh, to Joe, and he's gonna have his wife sell them for us. So we're 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 gonna be rich. Let me tell you. Um, Can you imagine how bad it's gonna be when the new Nintendo console comes out? Because they've talked a little bit about it coming, you know, sometime soon. It's gonna be a nightmare. I, I I want I want to give Joe a chance to respond to that joke that I that bad joke I just made for. Oh no, absolutely. Joe. I'll take all the switches and we'll. We'll make all the riches, but do you guys see a pattern here with like hardware, hype, limited stock? Nintendo mm-hmm. has done it over and over and over again. Is it just because mm-hmm. they don't have the means of production, even at this point in time? I think it's part of their marketing strategy. Keep supply, keep supply uh, suppressed, and uh, keep demand high. Um, but is there anything on a Switch that requires? Um, beefier graphical, you know, power either power or storage. Do we know? I would assume. I mean, no. I mean, Soren. Yeah, yeah. I would say that. I mean, any any improvements you could make over what the Switch is now is going to let games run better than they do at the moment. Because I know they have to put a lot of work into those Switch ports to make Doom run on a Switch, for example, is, is quite a lot of work. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. But I mean, do you, do you want t- Timmy and and uh, Sally playing Doom? I, I don't know. You know, it's I, I you know, and I know that's not fair of me, especially because I own one. Uh, to um, <laughs> to categorize the the Switch as being a, a, a toy for little kids. I mean, obviously, it, it's more than that. But um, I think ah, Nintendo it's thinks of it that way. But it's like the yeah. most sold console, so of course, I mean, it's not all children. Right, right, right. Well, you know, and there's also, I think, a lot of households, too, where mom and dad want to play, but they have young kids, and um, so, and they're only going to buy one, you know, so they're not going to buy multiple consoles, so they got to, they got to make a decision, and so the Switch is it, and, you know, um, I'm I'm assuming that, uh, you know, EA, I don't know, does, do they put any sports games on the Switch? Like, you know, the, 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 the sports ball games. Um, I don't recall seeing anything like that. Um, I can't think of any. That sounds like way more work than they would be willing to put in. Yeah, yeah. Because they they're they're well established, you know, and and they want to they just want to change the uh, change the numbers and the names on the uh, on the bots and and uh, punch you know kick out a new one every year. So um, yeah, why why work hard when you can just you know you know control V control C ship it <laughs> i'm thinking a lot lately about that about how people are probably really hungry for sports stuff just in general and I, I think this is a great time for a great indie sports game to come out and kick off well you know it's interesting because we'll we'll talk uh, we'll talk a little bit here um tangentially about uh, about a sports ball game here coming up uh, soon tm yes i'm i'm um Joe Joe eschews the um, the um, uh, the console noobs. <laughs> um, I I will um, probably for for Christmas get myself a um, uh, Series X 
uh, Xbox. Um, I like being able to play, you know, I have the Game Pass so I can play lots of games on either my PC or on the Xbox um, for for what I'm paying for, I think I'm paying 15 bucks a month for the Game Pass plus my um, uh, uh, online access, you know, my, I forget what they call that. The, um, the Xbox Live. Yeah, the Xbox Live, yeah. So, I mean, it's 15 bucks a month, uh, you know, um, we never use our Netflix, so you know, if I if I need that, you know, need that that ten bucks, I can I can always cancel that. So, <laughs> um, it's you know, it's just not it's it seems too easy. They're making it too easy. Um, and also, I do want to be able to play Flight Simulator in my Lazy Boy, um, and it, you're going to need the Series X to be able to uh, to play that game uh, effectively. Um, it was interesting. I was listening to a, um, a flight simulator podcast and um, uh, talk about your PC for life, nerd boys. Wow, they were they were talking about the Xbox coming out, and there it's almost like an insult to them. It's like you know, this is it's not going to be a flight simulator. This is it's a, it's a console. You can't do that on a console. I mean, he doesn't have a joystick. It doesn't it doesn't have rudder pedals. What are they thinking? <laughs> can, can you not plug all that stuff into the Xbox by now? I know that you can get race wheels, um, and I think there was something uh, about uh, there being a, um, a stick and uh, throttle set up for uh, the Xbox. But it's like, you know, it's, it's tough to do rudder pedals when you're reclined in your Lazy Boy. It just, it just does not work well. Um, so uh, <laughs> it's, um, uh, you know, I have, I have kind of a different perspective on, on control schemes. Um, so, but hey, I got something on that a little bit later, too, so... We shall get there. All right, so we have our uh, we have our podium rounded out, uh, and I do have an honorable mention. Yes, for uh, epic fail. Um, this one isn't so much a fail as it is um, uh, just kind of weird, um, and that would be the ten minus nine for the chairman. In other words, the return of Chris Roberts, or is it? Yeah. So, um, if folks don't know, um, <clears throat> Chris came. Back out to Spectrum again after recently first resurfacing for the very first time since last year. And some think he was attempting to apologize for harshing on a legit Spectrum criticism made by an upstanding citizen named Camerill. And I guess this guy has been with the project since the beginning and just does a buttload of that QA testing you guys were discussing before we started re recording. I mean, he creates all these reports and stuff and sends the stuff in. Um, yeah, but that, um, because he had a little bit of a dust up with CR, um, uh, through a, a couple of replies, um, he is now, uh, being, um, being shamed by the, uh, the, um, uh, the, uh, the faithful, um, and so, um, um, I, I say that his name should not be besmirched, uh, and I'm looking at you, Mr. Dickie Dress-Up Guy, that's right, you know who you are, um, Others think that uh, Chris was doubling down on being the most generous with his time space genius game creator ever. You know, we're not worthy, we're not worthy. Um, and, and then there were others still, and they thought, and they still think, that someone else is posting under Chris's name to keep the faithful quelled at home and not at all storming the metaphorical castle gates, brandishing their McFlurry sporks and canceled cam girl con personal massager combo glow sticks let that image just sort of set there for a second because it's a situation to be avoided whenever possible 
Can I just say when you finished that sentence, light struck next to me? <laughs> good, good. It's it's working. <laughs> and because we have we have whatever it is that's going to pass for the Star Citizen Project birthday celebration on October tenth, and hey, that's in less than two weeks. So um, uh, I, I I think that it, it you know it makes good good marketing sense to um, uh, to reach out to folks and, and keep them. Uh, um, a little, a little lower on the grumbly scale than uh, on the "Yay, you're cool" scale. Do you, either of you guys remember the? Uh, there was the the cam girl, or she she might have been a gamer girl. Anyway, she tried to like do her own con, um, and she was like handing out free prophylactics and stuff. And uh, something happened, and they had to shut the con down in the middle of the thing. And it was basically like uh, Firefest, except for one cam girl <laughs> so but i couldn't i couldn't find her name i couldn't remember but anyway so that sounds amazing that she would have handed out a um a combo um personal massager uh glow stick uh, type thing you know with her name on the side you know because it would be he would give the boys something to remember all right well um anyway so chris's response to the response to the response was to cast upon the waters his offer to answer a question yes that's right one question and it was going to be the top voted question posted to a specific Spectrum forum thread. And, and this was done. It happened, okay? And so Chris then did answer the second highest voted question. But to be fair, the top voted question had to do with UI localization in China and Russia, which just seems so odd to me. So I, I, skipping that for the moment is probably the right call. But anyway. Question the second had to do with the quantum economy system and the upcoming roles of quanta in the coming soon TM patches to the Star Citizen PU. Um, and though certainly legit, uh, the response seemed to my recollection to be one heavily inspired by the scope of Tony Z's presentation at last year's CitizenCon. That said, it definitely did differ in that CR stated that the hope is to begin rolling out to the PU the first pieces of the quantum system in the latter bits of next year, that being 2021, which certainly does answer a question we had after SITCON last year, and that was um, that, wow, it looks cool, but when did the backers get to play it? And so now, at long last, we know that is, unless I'm just not remembering the part when Tony said, two years from now, give or take. <laughs> so, I mean, Sorian, I think you and I watched that presentation together. Um, yeah. Either on a recording or something, and we were, we were impressed by, by what Tony had to say. And I don't know, did either of you read uh, Chris's response to that question? Because, you know, I went back and, and read it a couple times, and it seems to me like that was more of a rehash of what was already stated than um, a whole lot of new information beyond their hopes for um, a date to push, uh, begin pushing it out. I did not know we had homework. You know, Gleep, I don't, I don't read a lot of fiction these days. <laughs> oh. oh, ow. Sick burn, sick burn. Um, uh, Soren, did you uh, by chance uh, give it a perusal? No, I, I said I didn't know we had homework. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Uh, you, you don't, um, and it's, um, I mean, and it's fine, even, even if that's what it was, I mean, you know, said a different way, I, mean, I suppose it, it adds, it adds value, and, um, I think, um, that, uh, none of this 
most recent episode is particularly interesting in, in, in my humble, but um, I, I did want to be fair by including it because a lot of folks have taken this all as very good news that Chris is back, you know, maybe. They, they of course, believe that he is, um, you know, and that he's been, you know, working hard in his secret laboratory beneath the castle um, and that um, we should not expect him to um, um, lower himself to uh, speaking to us great unwashed uh, masses uh, more frequently than say one, once a decade. I think once a decade is, is about all that we should um, be allowed. <laughs> yeah, the, the framing of that whole situation kind of makes me really upset where he's just, I, I will deign to answer one of your lowly questions, you fucking peasant. I know. Like, after, after all this time, I mean, you know, we had 10 for the chairman, like on a monthly basis or something before, and, and how long has it been since we had 10 questions now? Now you get one, and you can't see it, yeah. but I'm holding up my middle finger. That's the one you get. <laughs> You're number one. You're number one. That's right, Chris. You're number one. Come on, sing it with me. You're number one. So glad he decided to come down from the goddamn clouds. Hey, maybe it wasn't his choice. Maybe they only gave him one question that he's allowed to answer. <laughs> or maybe, uh, maybe that was that was all the notes that Tony could find from his sitcom presentation. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, I thought that it was kind of shitty the way that he came hard after Camerol or Camerol. Yeah, him, this guy, because. Guy, guy was obviously frustrated, and um, you know, Chris came back and was saying, you know, I, how disappointed he was with the state of discourse on the internet. I was like, are you, dude? Are you really? Um, then why did you fundraise over the internet for your goddamn game? Uh, it just, it's, it really is, it really is a, it really is condescending um, on a, um, on a level that makes it potentially even more infuriating but that, that that's fine I mean it, you know it's, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get stuck in that um, because I have some different news to share and um, positive news I think so in the vacuum of space where no one can hear you scream or ask when questions we got a couple what I believe are important rumors from the agent over on the something awful forums we're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. installment of this episode will be made available soon. TM.